All right, this is the Big Kid Show. I'm Mr. B, and thank you all for kicking it with us, even if it's just for a little bit. A little bit. bit. Today is a great day because we are playing Draft Day. That's right. I have two of your favorites and my favorites in the sandbox today. Big Nick and Marcus the Deluxe Stunt Double Johnson. (laughs) Thank you, boys and girls. We welcome and appreciate your applause. (laughs) All right. As I said, we're playing Draft Day. We each make one selection in each of the five rounds of drafting, and we'll be using the ever-popular snake-style draft, where each pick follows one, two, three, then back to three, two, one. This is to not give the advantage to the number one pick. We will now randomly draw our draft order out of the official Big Kid Show hat, which is this Bentonville brewing hat that I bought when I was down there. Not too Love long. me some Bentonville. All right. For the first pick, we have... Big Nick. Oh, all right, son. Come on, man. Yeah. It's rigged uh, already. All right. Second pick stamp. is Mr. B. This is definitely rigged. What is happening? So Marcus brings brings up the rear. It's with- the second draft in a row I've got in the last pick. What <laughs> is happening? Uh, I hate that hat. Third, and I hate you guys. Third and the fourth pick, which is not bad. Yes. I know. I know. That's all right. There we go. All right. So we got we'll our draft here. order here. So what are we drafting today, you ask? Hmm. Today we are drafting the world's greatest team of 1990s action movie roles. That's right. We all three love action movies. We love the fight scenes, the car chase scenes, gun battles, and pretty much anything that is action-packed. Now today, we are not drafting the specific actors and actresses that play these action movie roles, but we are drafting the actual 1990s action movie role. So this means you could have multiple roles played by the same actor or actress as long as the movie was in the 90s decade. Marcus, that's 1990 to 1999. Oh, Just a little, little, little pro tip. And as the big kids always <laughs> like to do, we have turned our love for action movies into a draft competition to determine the greatest five-man action movie role roster to dominate the world championships. Suckers are going down! All right. So before we get started, boys, each one of us will be the general managers of our own 90s action movie role team. So we need to announce the team names. Big Nick, hit us with that team name. Team name, There Will Be Blood. Ooh, Ooh man, we're getting violent. Calm <laughs> down. Will Be Blood. Jeez, All right. Man, it's just a draft. <laughs> it's an action-packed draft, son. <laughs> that is. All right. So Mr. B, our team name, we're going to be the Kansas State Shin Kickers. <laughs> you don't want none of that, son. What's specific about Kansas State exactly? <laughs> we're, we're just from Kansas State. We're, we're just from Kansas State and we're, and we're kicking we're ass. Kicking you in the shins. All right, Marcus, let's Good. hear that team name. All right, on my side, we're rolling with bananas in your tailpipe. Because <laughs> we're going to be messing up your guys' day. Bananas in the tailpipe, actually. We'll, we'll go with bananas in the tailpipe. Bananas in the tailpipe. All in right. the tailpipe. All right, we got team names. All right. All right, so with that, boys, let's let the draft begin. Big Nick, your team. There will be blood. You are now on the clock for the first overall pick of the first ever Big Kids Show 1990s action movie role draft. Go. See, I don't off, Nick. think that people in America, people at home listening, listening in their cars, driving to work, maybe they're driving home from work. I don't think they understand the pressure that someone is under when they have to make the first selection There's because it is not until pick number six that it comes back to me. So I cannot screw this up, Don't mess it up. And I will not mess this up. So for the first overall pick in the nineties action movie roles draft team, there will be blood selects Batman. <laughs> oh man going straight superhero right off the kick hit us with the like movie it. roll all right going with batman love me some batman he's by far the best pick i think there's a huge drop off from one to two here uh Nonsense. from one to any of the other selections to make that perfectly clear for anybody out there this gets me michael keaton uh, any other people that played him during the course of uh, the 90s. And, so, yeah, uh, there, was, there was was there two or three in the 90s. So there would have been Val Kilmer and George Clooney during right. the 90s. Yes. So that would have been. Yes. Good call. If I, well, if I have to pick just one, I want the Michael Keaton Batman. Yes, yes you do. But either way, they're That's all Batman. Choice. They got a lot of cool toys. 
Even though, shout out to my boy, Rick Tressenreiter, who once told me in the middle of the night that Val Kilmer was the best Batman. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Rick. Hey, don't and then you immediately stop being friends with that no, person. No, do not, do not question Rick Tressenreiter. <laughs> yes, if if it's said, He's a it's, wise man. Yes. Batman is the first pick off the board. Boom. Mal- quality action hero. All right. That is quality. Mr. B is on the board for the second pick in the draft, and I'm going to go with the legend played by Keanu Reeves, Neo from The Matrix. You're lucky you snaked him because I was going to get him. (laughs) Dude can stop bullets. (sighs) I I I saw him fight like 70 dudes, and it was still winning, so... Yep. And if and if you remember that movie, all the action scenes, I mean, not even getting into the second and third one, but the first one, he was just kicking butt. Super action. Neo is the number one pick off the board for the Kansas City Shin Kickers. Yeah, and we got the uh the remake, or the, not the remake, but the new uh Matrix as well. So Neo's coming back. Oh yeah. For uh, additional damage. All right. Marcus, you are up for your first pick in the round. Pick number three overall. All right, gentlemen. Well, I can't believe this guy fell to me, although I I can see where you guys are coming from. No, let me rephrase that. I can see where Brian was coming from. Nick, what? Batman. Batman? I, I think he's going to fall <laughs> to the guy that I'm about to announce, and that would be the Schwarzenegger Terminator. Good pick. The, the T- Terminator. The T-800, eh, buddy? That's right. The T-800. So... I mean, what ne- what needs to be said about this guy? He's he withstands just about anything, and he saves the world. I mean, you know, pick a movie. If I had to pick one in particular, I'd pick his badassness out of the second one. Yeah, but you know, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger speaks for himself, and the Terminator does terminate just about anything that's in front of him. And I don't know, that'd be a good matchup with Batman and Terminator. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that would be close. And then with Neo, he's just a crapshoot. So what do you mean? He can stop bullets and fly. <laughs> yeah, but he's not a robot, man. I don't know. All right. So Terminator's number one. We're going with that. Number two. This yes. one gets a little so, trickier. As we snake draft, we now move to round two. Mark is up for the fourth overall pick. Snake draft. The fourth. I plead the fourth. All right. So, <laughs> man, I got a couple that are on the tip of my tongue here. So I think I went. I went, you know, tenacity and aggressiveness with the first pick with the Terminator. Now I'm going to bring some brains into the operation and I'm going to go with Ethan Hunt out of the Mission Impossible gang. So Ah. we need somebody who brings some smarts to the team, somebody who can run the point, you know, can really drive and deliver to, uh, you know, instructions to the rest of the team. So Ethan Hunt. Obviously, uh, rolled by Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible. Plus, that dude never stops making movies. I mean, he's like ageless, right? So, you know, Ethan Hunt never seems to get older, no matter how many movies he comes out with. I, I like the pick. I feel like it's a reach, but you know, hey, you got you got to draft what's good for your team, mm-hmm. you know. And if you want a guy that all he does is hang from ropes and hack <laughs> computers, <laughs> then, then there you go, you got him. <laughs> No, there's a, there's a lot of good action scenes in the, any of the Mission Impossible's, but oh, yes. yeah. So yeah, for sure, Ethan, Ethan Hunt, quality pick. All right, so for my second pick, the fifth overall pick of the draft, I am going to go with the legend played by Mr. Wesley Snipes, Blade. Oh, nice. I was going to grab nice. him. I was going to grab him. You were going I to do as well. So let's talk about Blade for a second. Let's just let's just get into that. So he, if you guys remember, he's a daywalker vampire. So he's got all the abilities of vampire, but he can pretty much be a regular dude. So he's got <laughs> martial arts skills. He's got super strength. He's a total badass in the in the Blade series. Mm-hmm. Pick pick one and watch him. He's mm-hmm. kicking everyone's butt. Love me some Blade and Wesley Snipes plays it to a T. 
And I'll tell you what, this was interesting because Blade comes out in 1998, if I remember correctly. Wesley Snipes New York called it. And this was a movie that I sat down like late at night, must have been on HBO or something. I watched it from the comfort of my own couch. And it was one of those situations. I was like, no way am I going to dig this movie. And I could not have been more wrong, my friends. Blade, very underrated movie. So good. I ended up watching. I know there was a Blade 2. I don't know if they extended that there's, after there, that. There's three that I'm aware of. Um, and then I, I stopped watching it after the third one. But Blade I, is a total badass. Yes, he yeah. is. Yeah, that's a good it's, pick. And so and as you're rounding your team around, you know, you got to have a little supernatural guy on your team. Well, this dude. There you go. I think the only drawback is you just have to give him some human blood every once in a while, but. Hey, you know, <laughs> small price to pay. No big deal. I'll give him Nick's address. There you go. <laughs> Neo can uh, give him a donation. There you go. All right. Big Nick to round out round two, your second pick and the sixth overall pick in the <gasps> 90s action hero movie role draft. So I just want everybody to I'm going to grant everyone a peek behind the curtain here and let them let them view my big board here for a second. I absolutely had Batman number one, Batman slash Bruce Wayne. I feel like the uh, mission impossible guy is, is the, is the Bruce Wayne. And I got both with that one pick. So uh, the Terminator hands down was hopefully my number two. And obviously that's not going to happen, but I was excited to see that I was going to get two picks in a row here with the, uh, first pick of the with the last pick of the second round and first pick of the third round. Correct. And so I have I'm sitting here with these two picks in a row. And you said one thing that I think is key here, Mister B. You said you gotta add a little supernatural to your team. And when I saw what I had on my big board, technically I had three picks in a row of supernatural. So I knew I was going to get two of them even when you took my top choice of Blade. So, with the next pick for There Will Be Blood, I select The Crow. Oh! You son of a... Eric Draven, Brandon like Lee. like movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I like I the hero. I like the superhero. I, mean, I thought for and, sure he was going to last until... I, th- I thought I might be able to get him like a sleeper in the I last I like the round. premise. I like the... I like the actor. I love the role. I just didn't. I didn't love the movie. I thought the movie was a little cheesy. Uh, well, we, all lo- we all love the soundtrack. So we know that well, you the are soundtrack no is allowed one on of the podcast. best. One of the best soundtracks ever. Uh, <laughs> so the crow. night before his wedding, musician Eric Draven, he and his fiance are brutally murdered by members of some like violent inner city gang. And I mean, it gets weird real quick, but the, on the anniversary of their death, he rises from the grave and he becomes the, the crow. He's like a supernatural Avenger and he's going to avenge his death and his fiance's death. Um, Hey, you don't, don't take my word for it. Watch the movie and decide for yourself. (laughs) You will love it. Yeah. Don't take big Nick's word for it. (laughs) And it was a hit. I mean, it was a big enough hit that they made a, they made a crow too. So I'm very happy. That the crow fell to me for my second pick. So now there will be blood is sitting here on the board again, holding Batman and the crow together. I mean, what a team already, boys and girls. Come on. All right. You like that pairing. This one, it won't come off as super supernatural until you kind of think about it for a little bit right here. Thinker. It's a thinker and a, well, it's not a stinker. It's just a thinker. Let's go with RoboCop, Alex Murphy from the movies RoboCop 2 and 3, 1990 and 1993. This is a cyberpunk franchise, futuristic adventures of Alex Murphy, who was a Detroit, Michigan police officer who was fatally wounded in the line of duty and transformed into the most powerful cyborg brand name RoboCop. So he goes on to continue to fight crime even after his death. That was one that I thought I was going to be able to sneak at the end. So I'm no, I'm impressed that you, that your team over there, you guys did some research. And if you remember in RoboCop two, that's when they had to fight that other, the newer RoboCop. Mm-hmm. And remember, yeah. it got all crazy and started shooting everyone. And he's like, "Please, I must just, just." I don't even remember what he said. He said something in RoboCop slang. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And I tell you what, uh, RoboCop, the movies were, they were good. They, they, I mean, they had their Velveeta, Velveeta in them, like any of the action movies would, but yeah. I, I very much enjoyed the comic book as a, Ooh. as a kid as well. So not to be forgotten, nice. RoboCop. Well Absolutely. played on RoboCop. Yeah. I, I like it. All right. So as we move to my pick in the third round, it's getting, getting crazy already. I'm crossing off stuff. I got people making phone calls, wanting to trade up. I, who knows what's going to happen with my pick for the Kansas State Gin Kickers. We're going to go with the role played by the elusive, the nimble Jackie Chan, Detective oh. Inspector Jonathan Lee. From the movie Rush Hour. Wow. Yes. Was that the, I was thought that the I was best? going to be able to get him with the last pick. Was that the best Kung Fu guy available, though? Was it? In my opinion, yes. Yeah, this <laughs> this is a good pick. I, I like this pick. Detective. No, I, like, I like Jackie Chan. And, and, and hey, listen to his. Uh, I mean, when your title is in Detective Inspector, you know you got something going on. Yeah. And it's if you guys. Title. Obviously, there's a lot of comedy in that, but. The action scenes in one and two are pretty amazing. I think two got was not in our wheelhouse, but one came out in September '98. But he's just fists are flying. He's kicking people. He's grabbing guns and just kicking everyone's ass. So again, as I formed my team, got a little sci-fi guy. I got a little supernatural, and then I got the martial arts expert. <laughs> well, we're coming together. Nice. We're coming together. Very nice. And don't quote me on this because I could be wrong, but if memory serves me right, I feel like Rush Hour Three was the biggest box office hit out of out of the three of them. I mean, all three of them were great movies. They're really Probably. good because equal parts funny, equal parts incredible action. The action in those movies underrated. I think a little forgotten. I think we all need to remember how good the action scenes were. And oh yeah. The, and yeah. the action is all Jackie Chan, right? Chris Tucker's not doing much of He's the action at all. Chris Tucker's just making jokes, which still make me laugh today. So still right. a great movie. Yeah. yeah. Tucker's like the perfect sidekick for him on that movie. Well, and, and plus we're getting all serious with all our, our action roles. I need Jackie Chan to lighten it up and say, you like there the you beach go. boys, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. All, All right. right, Mark, we're moving on to round out round number three, your third pick and the ninth overall pick in the draft. Let's hear so it. I'm, I'm picking this role. This guy had a few different ones to pick from, so it becomes difficult, but this is where I challenge your best Kung Fu artist in a movie. Maybe not in real life, because Jackie Chan's the man, but in a movie. I think I'm going to have to go with Leon Gaultier from Lionheart, oh. played by Mr. Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Good pick. So if you guys haven't you're gonna, seen Lionheart. You're going to have to spell that name out again. <laughs> get ready to cut the cheese. in the. So I, I'm just going to read the summary like that they gave out because it's just it's kind of funny and it's, you know, 90s. What was the guy's cheesiness. name again? <laughs> Leon Gaultier. Gaultier? Gaultier? G-A-U-L. Is he related to Paulie Gaultieri from The Sopranos? Yeah, maybe. He might be. <laughs> Paulie Walnuts? <laughs> so he's a soldier in the French Foreign Legion serving abroad, and his brother is set on fire. And he basically deserts his assignment and comes back to the U.S. to help his widowed sister-in-law. And... It says, but the job market is tough. So Gaultier, take, Gaultier takes his hand-to-hand combat skills into the brutal world of bare-knuckle fighting where the paydays are nearly as big as discs. Yeah. But that dude fights. Do you guys remember who he fights in that movie? That, like, there are some real dudes in that movie that <laughs> are in a few other um, kung fu movies. I tried to find the name of uh, one of the guys. I couldn't find it before we hopped on here. If I can think of it, I'll, uh, I'll pop it off. But... Yeah, he he fought some serious dudes, but that there's some uh, some pretty good kung fu. So I need to add some uh, good hand to hand combat to uh, to my arsenal. So I'm going with uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, Lionheart. The fans of Kickboxer will be upset with me, but I always felt like Bloodsport yeah. and Lionheart were the two best Jean Claude Van Damme movies. And for me, they they kind of like just 
melt together. Like I cannot decipher yeah. one from the other these years later. I, and I feel like the premise is very similar in both no, of them as well. I, I like yeah. all, all of John Claude's movies, but yeah, it's like, because I, I think I watched them all like in a relatively the same time. I'm like, yeah, I think he ends up in some tournament and has to fight everyone. <laughs> Right, like, yeah. like basically, it, 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 like three basically. of the movies he's in. Some Billy Blanks is in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that dude. I mean, he's he's sweating to the oldies and kick Tybo and everybody. Right, exactly. <laughs> Nobody wants any trouble from him. So no, I think Lionheart and, and Lionheart may have been the first one I saw of his because I think it did come out in ninety. But um, no, I mean, look, his other movies are great, but. You got to pick one, and this is the one I'm rolling well, with. So, so. Well, and we'll, so we'll, we'll let the listeners know the name to look for is Leon Gaultier. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's a household it name. <laughs> look it up. Hey, everybody knows it. Let's recap as we're through three rounds. We got to recap here. So there will be blood captained by Big Nick. He has Batman, mm-hmm. The Crow, and Robocop. That's a that's a that's a, that's not too shabby of a squad right there. Pretty good squad. All right, the Kansas State Shin Kickers, quarterback by Mr. B. We have Neo from the Matrix, Blade, and Detective Inspector John, Jonathan Lee. All right, and <laughs> Bananas in the Tailpipe, quarterback by Marcus. We got the Terminator T eight hundred, Ethan Hunt from the Mission Impossible series. And Leon Gautier. All right, Marcus, let's round out as we move to the beginning of round four. You are up for the 10th overall pick in the draft. So I got a lot of people on my list. And there's there's a lot of action movies in the 90s. Like, just looking at the list initially coming into this, there's a ton to choose from. I'm going to cheat a little bit. And you guys are just going to have to deal with this. I don't like cheating. It's a pair that I'm picking here, but I can't oh. pick one without the Whoa, other. Whoa, dude, what are we picking? <laughs> twins here? No, yeah, we're picking twins. We're absolutely I did, picking I twins. I didn't select Batman and Robin. I just yeah. uh, you guys, Batman. you guys are just gonna have to deal with this. I want so, Neo just, and Morpheus, and I want I'm, Blade, I'm Blade and all the other Blade, dudes. I'm, I'm taking the McManus brothers from the Boondock Saints. You can't have one without the other. I'm taking those two guys to bring some fire firepower to the squad. I think we're going to have to look to the judges on that one. We'll, we'll look up the rules, but I, I'm going to break the rules intentionally. It's questionable. Very questionable. questionable, but you know what? That's on how the I'm big rolling. Show, Mark's team is always a little questionable, isn't Sometimes it? Sometimes you got to break the rules. Yeah, so... so Connor McManus and Murphy McManus. Anybody who has not seen Boondock Saints, is, I mean, that movie, that, there's been a, a few of them, but the original is still by far, you know, the best one. Um, and it's two Irish Catholic brothers, the two that I just named. They're vigilantes, and they basically try to wipe out Boston's criminal underworld. And Boston's already a scary city. So, you know, those guys bring the, bring the thunder. So that's who I'm rolling with. I, I love that movie. I put them lower on the action skills, in my opinion, but they are cleaning up Boston, which is good. Boston needs a little cleanup. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and I'm going oh. to have to add some more names to my list because I didn't know we we're taking two at a time now. <laughs> what two would you like to take, Mr. B? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Like, I mean, you could pretty much start doubling up, so... Don't worry. They got to we'll, be brothers, though, or they got to be related. Well, hey, it's not we'll, just, you know, big complete Nick, unattached the, pairs the, here. The, the league will find him once the season starts, so it's no worries. We'll, we'll, it'll, it'll all work itself out. <laughs> oh, What's a right. draft? How fun is a draft if you can't break a few rules? <laughs> we got the McManus brothers coming in at the beginning of round four with pick number 10. All right. Mr. B is now up. I am up with my fourth round pick. And I am going to go with, which I don't know why you guys, I thought Big Nick would have picked this guy immediately, but I'm going to go with 007, James Bond. Mm, good pick. He was on my list. Good From pick. The Golden Eye. All right. He's James Bond. So, I mean, do we have to talk about <laughs> anything else? Dude. Uh, Tomorrow is, Never Dies was in that uh, decade as well. It I was. Think there's probably about three movies, if I had to guess. So, James, it's James Bond. It is James do you Bond. Get, do you guys know yeah. about James Bond? Have you guys seen a James Bond movie? <laughs> yes, I know who he is. <laughs> do you guys want me to talk about why James Bond is super badass? He can't take out two McManus brothers. Uh, yeah, yeah, he can't. <laughs> Have you seen the little toys he gets? He has he has a watch that'll shoot a dart 
across a football field and hit you right in the eyeball. <laughs> and he has an Aston Martin. So what do you know about mm-hmm. that? So, That's true. It's a nice ride. And un- I don't, I-, I love the movie Goldeneye. Pierce Brosnan wasn't my favorite uh, James Bond. He's nobody's favorite James he's Bond. He's forever the dude from Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, like, let's yeah. just admit it. That's, that's who Pierce But Brosnan. James, again, we're not drafting actors. We're drafting movie roles. True. James Bond, a true action hero, badass, but also a little bit of class. Right? And inspired one of the greatest video games of all time. Well, and that's part of it, too. If you ever played that on Nintendo 64, way to, way to live. Oh, yeah. But James Bond, again, he's fighting crime in a tuxedo. You guys are all wearing sweatpants and listening to who knows what. He's, he's doing it in a classy way. Hey, Ethan Hunt dresses up. I got some class on my team. Yeah, good point. He came Pierce, in a tux. Pierce Brosnan, not my favorite Bond either, but I'm happy to come to his defense here. I believe he's got the perfect face, perfect body type for the Bond character, though, don't you? Like when you when you envision what the Bond character should look like, the body type and the face, kinda, it's kind of lean and yeah, yeah. lean, six foot three, super suave, a little little bit of a British accent, right? And you're like, is that guy going to punch me? Maybe. But he also could maybe just have a martini and then hit on the super attractive Russian woman that show, shows up. <laughs> funny funny Bond story, if you guys are interested. I'm going to tell Go you anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually, me and my wife went to Paris and we're on this bus tour where they, or no, I'm sorry. It was Rome. It wasn't Paris. And uh, we're on this <laughs> We're on this bus tour. Well, we went to both on the same trip. Okay. Whatever. We're in Rome. We're driving around this bus tour. And like over in the distance, I see like all these cop cars and like all this craziness. I'm like, what is happening over there? And the bus driver's like, oh, they're filming the new James Bond movie over there right now. And I was like, did you see, oh. Dan- did you see Daniel Craig? No, I was looking for him. Like, dude, stop the bus. Let me run over. I want to be an extra. See if you can get him on the show. Okay, yeah, seriously. first of all, I love that story. Everybody in Paris, <laughs> everybody in Paris hates that story. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. Sorry, Parisians. I apologize. But you brought it up. So I love now Paris. I, now I have to tell my James Bond story. Oh, yes, please. I was in London, and I know that it was London. It wasn't anywhere else. And I get into <laughs> London, sure. London, Ohio. <laughs> no, I, get, I was at uh, Claridge's at the Claridge's Hotel, and there was an event going on at the Claridge's Hotel that I was unaware of. I was there for work, so I'm not paying attention to the other goings on at the hotel. I'm not staying there for work. I'm actually there working an event that we were putting on at, at Claridge's. So I hop in this elevator and you know, it's London. Everything's old there. The buildings are old. The, the elevators are small. So I get in this elevator and there's four other people that are already in the elevator, two women and two men. And they're dressed to the nines. The guys are in tuxedos and the, the women are, are done up and I'm standing in this elevator and I, I'm like, I'm done up for the event that I'm doing. So we, we just got five really good looking people in an elevator all of a sudden. And I'm sitting there going, I I get in this elevator and I hit the floor that I'm going to. And I'm thinking to myself and trying not to look at the people in the elevator. I'm like, these women are amazing looking. What's going on? What elevator did I just jump into? Well, and you're also probably creeping them out by staring at them. No, I said I was, I was not, I was purposely, I was purposely not looking at them because I was like, they were, they were were so good looking. I was afraid that I would be blinded by the beauty. And so, um, we're, the elevator's going down. We're actually all going to the lobby level, I believe. And, uh, well, okay. Well, I'll just say it. I, I, I gave one of the women a look to see if I'd get a look back. <laughs> I, you know, I just want to see where I stand. Right? Where, she I'm, immediately called the police. <laughs> I didn't have any. I didn't have any real interest. I just wanted to see if I had it, or if I ever had it at all. If I still got it, who knows? And I think there was a look that I received back. But <laughs> looks We're getting a little yeah, outside the yeah. bounds of James Bond here, yeah. but uh, the elevator doors o- open up, and I step off first because I was the last to get on. And then everybody else steps out of the elevator, and I realize it was Daniel Craig and Javier Bardem and their <laughs> wives that were with them. There was a skyfall 
the the premiere of Skyfall oh. was coming out that weekend, and there was like this big banquet for them at Claridge's the same night that I was hosting a birthday party <laughs> on a on a different floor. So and you, I'm like, you winking at uh, no, I didn't Daniel, wink. Daniel Craig's no, wife. <laughs> no, I, I, I gave the, I gave a look. I gave a look, which I, I I'm many years older than that now. I do not possess that look anymore. I cannot. I can't even <laughs> attempt it to show you what that would be. But God. I'm telling you, there was there. The look was reciprocated. I received a a, a, a counter look. Did you, Did you feel the burn of James Bond staring? No, Daniel you Craig. After? That's why I didn't pay any attention to the two men in the elevator. The they were busy talking with one another. And so I didn't even realize that it was, had it, I known it was Daniel Craig and Javier Bardem. I would have, I probably would have just, I would have just huddled down in the corner and started crying and weeping or something. I don't know what I would have done. I would have, I would have done the weirdo move. Like you get on the elevator instead of facing the door, you face the other people. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, side note, just do that one time and watch everyone be like, what is this guy doing? He's staring right at me. I gave them the, I gave him a, you know, a casual hello or whatever, but I just assumed it was, regular normal people in the elevator i didn't realize it was four movie stars and my dumb ass in the wow. <laughs> this elevator together so, big nick well, you you've been rubbing el- elbows with uh not, i don't know if we would call it rubbing elbows but, but that guys, sounds like fun uh, but you guys hang elevator up. with i mean it's yeah. not too shabby i like I that story so that just confirms my james bond story that james bond is a great pick all right let's move on to mark or mark excuse me Big Nick's team. There will be blood. The final pick of the fourth round. Let's go. Lay it on us. All right. This one might seem a little out of character from what I've been drafting so far. <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> Is it twins? I, right. Quadru- yeah. Quadruplets. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to draft the A team since we can just draft no. as many people yeah. as we want. I'll take the um, hate for eight. Yeah. You can't take one without the other. <laughs> I'm going to go with Axel Foley, a oh. streetwise, oh. quick-thinking, wise-cracking, plain-clothes Detroit City detective that just keeps finding his way to Beverly Hills to take down drug and weapons kingpins and snuff out any corruption of any kind and make sure that Brigitte Nielsen spends the rest of her life in prison. <laughs> so what, what's odd here is that I'm actually taking my second Detroit City cop here uh oh, with, yeah. following up the robocop pick with axel foley you got to clean up detroit and <laughs> for aquel foley there will be blood's <laughs> fifth and final pick no pressure of the 90s action movie rolls draft snake draft first pick of the fifth round the final round the hairiest and scariest of all rounds I select Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, wow. that's right. I got a goddamn Jedi on my team. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Not bad. I said a goddamn Jedi. <laughs> I mean, he is a Jedi and uh, I'm not impressed by Jedi's. Not only that, not only that, <laughs> first up, back on up and recognize Son because he is a legendary Jedi master. Obi-Wan was a nobleman and gifted in the ways of the Force. And he also trained Anakin Skywalker and served as a general in the Republic Army during the Clone Wars and guided by Luke Skywalker as a mentor. Like and guided killed, Luke Skywalker as a mentor. But I'm got sorry. killed by Darth Vader. Hey. <laughs> General in the Republic <laughs> Army during the Clone Wars. Legendary Le- Jedi Leon master. Leon Gaultier is going to have no problem with him. <laughs> hey, and don't forget my favorite part of this character is that, and it doesn't make any sense, is when he is hiding or incognito, his alias is Ben Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He only changes his first name. Hey, well, if, if Nick goes in hiding, he's like, uh, my name's Schnick. Right. He's Schnick. Like, they'll, they'll never find me. He's Snickers. Like, I, I'm in hiding, but you know what? F it. I'm going to use my real last name when I'm in disguise here. Yeah, I, no even, one's going to catch on. Even as a kid, I was like, that's the name he went with? So <laughs> that's here's how you're rolling? I'm going to take this thought a, a step further. I was starting to wonder if whatever planet he was on, that maybe Kenobi is just a very popular surname. So that oh, there's like no John- need. Johnson or Jones. or Yeah. Like everybody's a Kenobi. 
That's we we had to do. We don't know. We don't know. We'll have to ask George Lucas. Mark, if you could send an email to George Lucas, I'll work on that. I think uh, I think you have his personal email, right? I think he's at his summer home. Right it's now, it's but, George yeah. Lucas at gmail.com. I'm pretty no, sure. It's, not, it's George it's, dot Lucas. You're right. It, no, it's G dot Lucas Skywalker at gmail.com. Uh, or, or what if he was late and he was like, it's George Lucas 3278 <laughs> 64 AZ. You know, we could probably figure it out. I bet you it's at. Doesn't he have uh, Lucas Films? It's probably at lucasfilms.com. Well, yeah. Probably, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that later. Big Nick, you can just keep sending emails and <laughs> see which ones don't get the Fire them off. <laughs> you know what? And which ones uh, don't come back? Obi-Wan like didn't even make my list, not because that's a bad pick cuz I didn't even register that one. I don't know why. That's a great yeah, pick. Same here. I, yeah, I was Ma- amazing role, of course. Action. I mean, he Kicking everybody's buddies, trading other Jedi's. Like, well, everybody forgets that the Phantom Menace was 1999. Yes, and so w- way to sneak that in there right at the end of the decade. Yeah. See, Which I've never seen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Buddy. All right. So for Mr. B's pick of the Kansas State Shin Kickers, our final pick in the fifth round to round out the team that's going to dominate everything. When you when you form a team, you also need a wheel man, right? So I'm going to go with Sam Regazzoli from the movie Ronin, played oh. by my man and your man. You know who it is. One of the most angriest men of all time. He's very angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You gonna say it or? I thought you guys for sure were gonna. Say I know it. who he, I know who it is, but maybe the listeners want to know. Well, let's Bobby we, D. Yeah, one of the most <laughs> angry men of all time. Have you seen this guy? If the cab shows up late, have you seen him? Robert De Niro. There you all go. Right. So, if you guys, this movie, can you milk me, Greg? Can you uh, milk me? He was also good that too. Me? But that movie. Great action film. If you've ever watched like action and especially driving scene movies, Mm -hmm. I mean, this one to me, it's up there with a couple of the Steve McQueen movies. It's not as good as those, but it's certainly very close in how they did all the driving scenes. And like, even when uh, actually a mutual friend of ours, our buddy Paul, I watched it at his house and he's like, oh, this has got great driving scenes. I'm like, that sounds stupid. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing how they're doing this. So but the driving <laughs> scenes are incredible; like they're unforgettably good. And I'll tell you what, like Transporter was supposed to be like that's kind of the benchmark movie for driving scenes. This is much better. Ronan has much better driving scenes, and oh, I, by far, I think it made me want to buy a Mini Cooper. <laughs> Remember, they use a bunch of those Mini Coopers in that movie. There was yeah. yeah, I actually because when I was there looking was another it up, movie that used a lot of Mini Coopers. That was, was like the, uh, the something heist or something. Mark Wahlberg. Maybe uh, I'm confusing the two, but I do you remember are, you are confusing it. I think. Okay, my yeah. bad, but I do remember Ronan. I will second heist. second that on the uh, driving. I'm, try, scenes. I'm trying to find in our big kid research, uh, but to round it out, so De Niro played him. It was Sam Regazzoli, an American mercenary formerly associated with the C- CIA, and even when they were pitching this movie like they already wanted De Niro to play the role so clearly they knew that's what he was going to do um trying to find the cars that they use there they were foreign Uh, cars so yeah so it was uh, a lot of BMW 535s and I always pronounce this right Pugots P-E-U-G-E-O-T I always pronounce that wrong Uh, 460s they Audis were in there too and then there was a, a couple of Mercedes-Benz 500s that they actually, like, uh, for some of the scenes, they had to, like, cut them down to mount the camera and then the, it drove them, if that makes sense. But regardless, yeah. your team needs a driver. Ours is Sam Regazzoli from Ronin. I love that movie. If you like, even remotely like driving movies, watch Ronin. All right. That's my, that, that, that rounds out my squad. Marcus, with the bananas in the tailpipe, your final pick of the draft. Still bitter about Eric Draven and the Crow. So 
I got two guys that I'm between here. You're going to pick both of them, aren't you? <laughs> no. Yeah, I can't take one without the other. No, he's, got a, he's got a 17-man team. Yeah, yeah. Big, big Nick's a little upset about it, I think. Yeah, yeah he does seem a little bitter. Um, salty. Salty, even. Salt in the wound. So, all right. So, I'm just going to make a decision. I, we'll do an honorable mention, I'm sure. Or 17, in my God. case, like always. Um, but <laughs> got shaking their heads. But uh, everybody loves the honorable mentions. You got to love to see that. So, all right. So I have got to pick um, somebody from a movie that was set in two different time periods. It was set in 1996. It was also set in 2032. Now, what man could live in two different time periods and be a badass in both of them? That Hmm. answer? John Spartan, Sylvester yes. Stallone, Demolition, Demolition Man. Man. Yeah, yeah, buddy. So if, if you've not seen Demolition Man, as I say way too often, go watch that movie. Uh, Sergeant John Spartan, is uh, he's the main protagonist of Demolition Man. He's a former member of the LAPD back late in the 20th century and a current member of the SAPD, as has been changed in the 21st century. San so, Angeles. He basically is frozen with cryogenics and is. Do you brought remember? Back. But do you remember? Do you remember why he was frozen? <clears throat> so now he, I feel he's a cold on. mother. Well, so <laughs> he's a cold mother because he was him and Wesley Snipes were going after it. The reason why they called him Demolition Man, he was too reckless. He like did a bunch yes. of damage. His punishment was to be cryogenically frozen. So That's he was right. Punished. And then obviously it worked out for society because they're like, cool, pull him back out. But yeah, he was like frozen as like a punishment in prison because he broke a bunch of shit. Well, in the old version of one of the guys <laughs> that was with him when he was younger. said So he's he's they bring him out of freezing to basically track down Wesley Snipes in another role here. Obviously, Simon Phoenix was his name in that movie. He was also a badass. He was a badass. And that's why this movie is so fantastic because the showdown, not just the action scenes, but just the back and forth between those two is phenomenal. And there's so much like dark and just good humor in the movie as well. But one of the cops that served with John Spartan says Simon Phoenix is an old fashioned criminal and we need an old fashioned cop. The reason he says that is because basically the entire police force got soft as a piece of toilet paper mm-hmm. in 2032. Mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone comes back. Cal- and kicks cal- some ass. Calm yourself. Calm yourself. Calm yourself. <laughs> the three seashells. Yeah. Well, and and, and what, what, what was the, uh, the uh, state's uh, only restaurant? Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. The fanciest joint. Dude, you know what's hilarious? So somebody posted a, a meme of. Taco Bell and Demolition Man, and now the new modern remodeled Taco Bells look exactly like the Taco Bells from Demolition Man. It's, it's about hilarious. time. It was all laid out there they for look, them. Yeah, they lo- they literally look like high-end restaurants, and I haven't had Taco Bell in like 15 hey, years. It's, it's a good date night. Just take your lady there. Absolutely. I feel like the board members of Taco Bell, when did that movie come out? Like 94? Would be it my was, guess. It was released October 93. October 93. Okay, 93. I feel like the board members of Taco Bell are like, yes, they I mean they probably they had, had to, to pay millions to be involved, right? Yeah, they there had to have been some sponsorship or something. So they no, paid I, millions. I, they, they did because I remember even when it came out, like there was like deals at Taco Bell, like you could get the collector cups and all that yeah. jazz. And you know what? The, I feel like the board members at Taco Bell are just high as kites, like in 92. And they're like, you know what? Let's throw all of our money into this demolition man thing. And we're going to ride this baby out. And if we are still around, if our company still exists in 2031, we're going to make all of our restaurants look like they did in the movie. <laughs> And, and we will take over the world. There's one. The world. There's one by me now. It looks all futuristic as hell. Yeah. You know what's funny? Actually, when I was looking at this, is in some of the non-American releases of this movie, they changed Taco Bell to Pizza Hut. 
I had no idea that happened. Which, they actually changed the logo, the dubbing. Yum brands. And, all and, uh, that they're, stuff. They're owned by the same company, aren't they? Taco Bell isn't very well known, or at that time wasn't very well known outside of the U.S. You don't so. see a lot of Taco Bells in uh, Paris, do you? Well, <laughs> not <laughs> only Rome. that. Or Rome, depending or on Rome. Rome. Not only that, Mark, I wonder if they McDonald's. even existed in a lot of those other countries. And yes. so, therefore, their money's just wasted. So, you change it to Pizza yep. Hut, which is... Uh, uh, who knows? In China, was it KFC? Because KFC is yeah. part of Yum Brands as well. Yeah, good point. Bit, I don't yeah. know if they were in 93. Hey, but and that was back in 93, too. So, I mean, you know, it wasn't as developed with, we'll, uh, we'll, you we'll know, the, the American restaurants weren't as prevalent as is what I meant, you know. We'll elsewhere. get the big hit research team on that and see if we can track down those answers. Absolutely. Side note, do you guys, the greatest part of that movie, in my opinion, was the rant by uh, Dennis Leary. When he's like, yes. when he's like, he's like, if I want to eat a cheeseburger and smoke a cigar the size of Cincinnati, and he's <laughs> <laughs> so it's Dude, Dennis Leary just, is awesome. just Google that quote of the Demolition Man, Dennis Leary, you'll laugh. Absolutely. All right, let's round out our teams here before because you know Mark's got like thirty uh, honorable mentions here. So I'm right. Big Nick Squad. Jealous. There Squad. will be blood. He's got Batman, mm-hmm. the Crow. Mm-hmm. RoboCop, uh-huh. Axel Foley, uh-huh. and Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's ben Kenobi. For- ben- oh, yeah. Don't tell anyone. It's Ben <laughs> Don't Kenobi. Don't tell anybody. It's, uh, he hasn't been found yet. It's in the, it's Benjamin in the Kenobi, if anybody asks. All right. That's a quality, quality squad. All right. Mr. B Squad, the Kansas State Shin Kickers. We got Neo from The Matrix, Blade, Detective Inspector Jonathan Lee from Rush Hour. James Bond, also known as Agent 007, and Sam Bregazzoli, which is a weird name, but the <laughs> main the main badass from Ronin. <laughs> All right, Marcus's squad, Banana in the Tailpipe, has got Terminator the T eight hundred, Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible, Leon Gaultier from Lionheart, John Claude Van Damme. If anyone needs to know. Apparently, he went for a twofer in this round and got the McManus <laughs> brothers from Boondong States. He will be fined. Be jealous. He'll be fined $28 yeah, at the beginning of the season. It's like the Patriots. They break the rules and they don't really penalize yeah. them. Like, Mark is the Patriots of our the greatest. Yeah. And his, fi- his final pick was we just discussed Demolition Man. All right, Mark, let's limit your honorable mentions to Wait, two. I'm stepping in here. Two? I'm stepping in here. I think that I think we need to do this in the same order that we did the draft, just in case oh, Mark goes that. over. All right. All right. Okay. Fair because enough. maybe you and I, Mr. B, will pick somebody that he's going to pick anyway in his list of 32, so yes, we can so. shorten it to a list of 30. <laughs> I'm going to be down go to 29 with a name that you gentlemen will only know because we've discussed his name here on the greatest of shows, the big kid show before. And this was going to be my fail safe, right? This was going to be my guy that if all the other cherries were picked, can I, I knew he would fall to me in the fifth round. Go can for I, it. You want to take a pick? Can, can I, can I guess? Can I guess with my, my meld, my mind meld? Go for it. <laughs> Casey Ryback. Boom. Nailed it. Steven yeah! Seagal under siege. That was going to be my fifth and final pick Had if you guys would have cherry-picked all my other picks. I'm, I'm Steven Seagal. <laughs> yes, and that was on... That, that would have been a reach in the last round. No, if, if we, no I, he was my next up. He's pretty dude, badass. Dude, A... You got to watch that movie again. And also, your team needs to eat something, right? You got to have yeah, a chef. That's true. Do you know how he kills Tommy Lee Jones in that movie? (laughs) He takes a a knife and he sticks it in the top of his skull. Like he like drives like the Michael Myers style knife right into the dude's head. Under under siege. Check it out. Check it out. (laughs) All right. So big Nick, you just have one. All right. Wait a minute. I'm just going to go one. So I also had him, but I had um, the guy that saw three boobs in a movie. Total yep. Recall. D- Douglas yep. Quaid from Total Recall, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. That movie, I just liked it. But, I mean, also, how many times have you seen a, a, a chick with three boobs? Yeah. You should see the women under the overpass here uh, <laughs> south of Columbus. They might have four boobs and a tail. I don't know what's going right. on. but uh, Something in the water. 
the, the only other one I had that, again, I thought for sure uh, big, one. big Nick was going to pick was uh, Martin Riggs from Lethal Weapon 3 and 4. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah I, th- I thought you were going to go for him. He's kind of the wild card guy that's a little crazy, but. I was more of a Danny Glover guy. Yes. All right. Mark, hit us with, let's, let's keep it to two or three there, sir. Since you already got a, a bonus player on your squad. All right, I suppose. So um, this one was going to be kind of a, not a gag pick, but a funny pick. And that would be William Defense Foster, which is Michael Douglas from the movie Falling Down. Not exactly an action movie. But if you want a pissed off dude on your team who will create some havoc, that's the dude who you want. You guys have seen that movie before? You know what I'm talking about? If you want to get shot, upset him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He would absolutely be there. That's a Um, good movie. Right? Fantastic movie. Um, And then, you know, the other four that I had. No, I'm just kidding. The the other one that I had was uh, Porter, which is Mel Gibson from the movie Payback. You guys ever seen that movie? That's good. Dude, he is ruthless in that movie. Um, so yeah, that that probably would be my my top two. Hey, that's quality. And you guys got anything else you want to add before we close down the draft of the 1990s super action movie roles? Did John McClane not get mentioned? I know. Uh, I was surprised that he, he was wasn't late uh, 80s for the pick. original. But well, and that's the thing films. for me. Like I had a tough time going into the other series, like the yeah, two sequels. Even though it's the same role, it's I had a tough time yeah. doing that. Like my brain didn't wire that way. So that's true. Yep, yep. Nothing. Cool. All right. Well, hey, great draft, gentlemen. Nothing else to add. Hey, if you guys are listening, make sure you check us out on Facebook and Instagram, and we're floating around on the Twitter sphere. If you want to give that a little check out, but. Like, subscribe, share. And, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. We want to thank everybody for listening to the show right. and following us all of this time. And without you guys, we don't have a show. But if you're listening for the first time, become a real big kid and subscribe so you don't miss our next show or any of our other great shows. And do us a big, big favor. Leave us a five-star review. Right? And also, keep an eye out, because you know Mark's going to break the rules again on some draft pick. or Always do. We'll do hey. a top We'll do a top three, and he'll do a top seven, and it's... Break the rules and leave us three five-star reviews. We don't care. Ooh, all right. Cool. All right. Sounding off for the Big Kids Show. We are out of here. Thank you guys for listening. See you next time. Peace! Peace!